So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drinks in a mile. Jeez. All right, another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Um, yes. I was going to sing it, but we don't need to sing it because we pre-recorded. We pre-recorded like a professional. With our lovely little uh, harmonies in there, like we've done lovely. that before. They are harmonies. Considering we other... had eight drinks by then. Yeah, true. <laughs> Not many other podcast duos could uh, record harmony like that without auto-tune. True. Okay. I know like we'll take it. Hamish and Andy did song parodies, but we're better. Okay. We'll ta- I'll take that. All right. You are listening to Two Drink Cinema. Another episode. We haven't finished our meeting on episode numbers and episode plans. We're a little bit more planned this week. Um, but not as planned as we probably should be. So this is another episode yes. that will probably come out before other episodes we've before already other episodes we've already recorded. Um, but this is a special for this date because it is the fourth of May. It is May the fourth. If you don't know yes. why, we will get to that. But before we do, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube or our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe. Uh, and do us a big favor by leaving a review or sharing it uh, with your friends. Ratings and reviews are the ways that we get bumped up in the podcast app. Uh, and sharing with your friends is the way that more people get to know about us. So uh, please do that. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. We've had a bit of uh, bit of action, bit of interaction, comments yeah. on previous bit of episodes. Um, so make sure you do that. That will give you the heads up on what video, what video. It's 1995. What movie to watch before... Okay. The- <laughs> go, to, go to Blockbuster and get the video. Um, what movie to watch before the upcoming episode. Uh, yes. And it will also have the list of other movies we mentioned in the episode uh, so that you don't get spoilers. Um, so tonight's drink is in tribute, in to, tribute to... the sassy Bellini, chicken. Bellini, the talking chicken. Bok, bok, bitch. Bok, bok, bitch. Cheers. That's actually not so bad. Needs more peach. Needs more peach. A Bellini is uh, sparkling wine, oh. uh, traditionally Prosecco. Tangy. And peach nectar. Now, because we're not sponsored by anyone, um, <laughs> I bought Yellowtail and a can of peach slices from Coles. Yeah. So, it's they're called budget Bellinis. So, yeah, Bellinis. I don't think I've had a Bellini before. I knew what no. was in it, 
but I don't think I've ever had one. Um, but we should also state we may mm-hmm. have got a bit of our wording wrong. Oh yeah, from the previous episode, we're talking about Return to Oz because we are two drink cinema. We have drinks on the brain, obviously, mm-hmm. and so we called the talking chicken, the sassy talking chicken from Bok Bok Bitch, uh, Bellini. Yes, thinking about the drink of thinking about the drink. Cheers, cheers of the. Hang on, can these clink in there? That was bad. I shouldn't have clinked the microphone on it. Um, the it's not Bellini. This is a Bellini, the drink, but oh. the chicken is Bellina. Yeah, okay. I've been told since uh, since the Return to Oz episode has come out and been listened to by tens of people. Tens? Um, yeah. That's tens more than the last one. <laughs> yeah. It's tens more than most other podcasts. We're, We're going up exponentially. Tens tens more people than listen to us on 88.9 Win FM, the Sound of the West. Um, Trevor, Trevor the Truckie? Feel the Truckie. the Truckie. Um, should be getting on board with two drink cinema. Um, so Bellina we is had the chicken. Some good. I had some good comments from people about Return to Oz. A lot of people um, had similar had memories. Similar memories about creepy the wheelies, especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, one some people commented said talking to a relative saying, "Do you remember watching this kid as a kid?" And they said, yeah, you were a freak. You actually liked the movie. So, um, that's that, I thought that was a bit harsh. But also, if you liked it as a kid, that is a bit concerning. The funny thing is that when, like, you tagged on the Facebook, you tagged the page for Return to Oz. Yeah. And the cover photo of Return to Oz is the wall that has written on it, Beware of Wheelies. Oh, really? Yeah, because I oh. looked at it. Um, and that is... The thing and the other thing we kind of referenced in the last episode was we we talked about the Hall of Heads, Mm -hmm. um, but we didn't really talk about the fact that for a part of the movie, the evil princess queen walks around with no head. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I think I blocked that from my memory. Yeah, so that that's quite a creepy part as well. But uh, episode two was returned to Oz. If you haven't listened to that, all of what we talked about uh, is irrelevant, including the Bellini drink. Another thing we need to correct, mm-hmm. not apologise. It's not a public apology. I'm not going to you know post it in the Herald Sun. Um, we need to correct that our budget Pixar lamp lighting yes. from yes. my home studio is not my father's, our father's. It is my mother-in-law's old desk lamp. Still equally uh, antique and (laughs) uh, budget, um, but from the wrong parent. Yes. So thank you, Shane, for correcting us on that one. And I will also apologise because it wasn't the first ever light bulb ever made. (laughs) Um, You have to apologise to Ruth for that one. Sorry, Ruth. (laughs) Um, um, at the time, I did not know it was yours. I thought it was Dad's. So, sorry, Dad, as well. <laughs> Dad is one whole year older than Ruth. That's all right. That's um, a long time. Yeah, in light bulbs. In, yeah. in, that's the a whole ter- in terms decade. of technology, uh, that's a very big gap. Yes. This week, it is, as I said, May the 4th, uh, which means we are obliged, in movie terms, to talk about uh, Star Wars. It's um, in our contract. Yes. That we uh, it wrote is ourselves. Uh, May the 4th, which, if you haven't heard it, which you will have, uh, is May the 4th be with you. 
which is obviously the Star Wars quote. Now, I'm a Star Wars big fan. Yes. You are not. I have watched the movies and find them able to be watched. Uh, I am married to a Star Wars uber fan. I think that is an understatement. has a Stormtrooper outfit and does the things like... If you were in Melbourne, you would have seen a Federation Square, a whole lot of stormtroopers around on Sunday to celebrate May the 4th. Um, Shane was unwell, unfortunately, otherwise he would have done it. He had a mask on, so it's fine. He would have had a mask on. Yeah, but the kind of unwell that Shane was, you don't want to have to be able to take a whole lot of gear off first. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... People, okay, that's... Yeah, that's a good excuse. That (laughs) that joke went to the dark side. Jeez. (laughs) Wowzers. <laughs> so it is May the 4th, which is obviously uh, International Star Wars Day, World Star Wars, World Star Wars Day. Day. Um, Intergalactic Star Wars Day? Yes. They probably yeah. celebrated on Tatooine. They would celebrate it on... Or is that on... the one that got blown up? No. Alderaan got blown up. Alderaan got blown up. Right. Yep. Tatooine uh, is in all nine movies or around for all nine movies. Right. Um, is that his Skywalker's home planet? Luke Skywalker's home planet. That is the Skywalker's home planet. Yes. So right. that's where in Episode One, the Phantom Menace, they meet Anakin. Yep, and Jar Jar. Yep, um, and Jar Jar. Yes, but Jar Jar's not a Skywalker. Um, and they uh, stuff happens from there. Okay. If yes. You haven't seen it by now. Too bad. At least the Phantom Menace has been out for twenty years, uh, and the. The middle trilogy of the nine, which was the first trilogy released, uh, the first one of those was released in 1977. So that's 44 yeah. years. So if you haven't uh, watched year. it, you're probably not going to at this point. Yes, but you also by now know that Vader is Luke's father. Because, yeah. Because it's it is the biggest part of pop culture. Cinema, I think it's one of those, oh, it's an iconic quote. Everybody knows it. If you don't know it, like, what are you living on a desert island? Yeah. Yeah. You're living in the dunes of Tatooine instead of in Moss Eisley where yeah. the city is. Um, so I, I, it's interesting. I wasn't a huge Star Wars fan. Like I had seen the movies and enjoyed them for the sci-fi action that they are. Mm-hmm. But then uh, now married to uh, the Star Wars Uber nerd. There were stormtroopers at our wedding. There were. We would have, if uh, certain laws had been changed earlier and we were were allowed to get married in 2018, our wedding could have been on the 4th of May. I I was surprised it wasn't when you did get married, but then at the same time... Only poor people get married on Fridays. Okay. So we wanted to get married on a Saturday. No, Saturday's a better um Saturday's a better day for a wedding than a Friday. It is because it's a you got your recovery Sunday. Yeah, and you've got the whole day. Yes. Because Friday if you do an not. afternoon wedding on a Friday, people have to take a day off work. Yep. Some people can't come then. Yep. And then if you do a seven o'clock wedding, it's wedding straight into reception. And then the night's over. And then that's it. Yeah, and then you go to the casino afterwards. Yeah, and then you hit the cast and then you have your wedding breakfast on Saturday morning. Mm. Whereas we had the whole day, the, the ceremony had the stormtroopers in it uh, and a bit of Star Wars music. 
A lot of movie music. A lot of movie music. In the music. wedding. Um, from Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Back to the Future, obviously. Back to the as Future. previously mentioned. Is Kill Bill. One of your favourite yep. movies. Uh, yeah, so two Star Wars pieces. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones, Raiders March. Uh, Back to the Future, Kill Bill. The theme from the English version of The Office. Yep. And also we put in... That. The Glory of Love by Peter Cetera from The Karate Kid Part 2. Oh, God. Which (laughs) is not... I don't remember that. It's not necessarily one of our favourite movies, but it's a great, like, just 80s love song. Yeah, it's a classic 80s movie power ballad. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Take My Breath Away. Yeah. That other one. And Karate Kid Part 1 is a better movie than Karate Kid Part 2. Okay. But the song um, from Karate Kid Part 1 is You're the Best. Okay. That one. You're the best around. Oh, okay. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. That one. Right. But instead, you can't have that for a wedding because that's a fight song. But it's also saying you're the best around. Yeah, but it's a fighty one, whereas the glory of love. It's a it's a montage it's, training. It's he is that what it actually is? No, in no, movie? he wins the fight, and another spoiler alert: he wins the fight, and the Japanese girl because they go back to Miyagi's village in Okinawa. Yep, the girl from Okinawa falls in love with Daniel San. Okay, and it goes like a knight in shining armor. Right. Yep. Okay. So that's enough. For people who for don't know episode. who Peter Cetera is, he's the singer of Chicago. Okay. So that will give and you for an people idea. Who don't know who Chicago <laughs> is? They're Power an old ballads. band. Power that maybe somebody who we thought owned a lamp of ours. One of uh, Dad's was favorites. a fan of. Yep, that's how old they are. Um, so I've become quite a star, a knowledgeable Star Wars person. Yes, purely by being surrounded by Non-stop. it. So um, I'm. I feel a little more guilty for not wishing Shane a happy Star Wars day as I do about forgetting to order him something to arrive at his office tomorrow for our wedding anniversary. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, is it... It's not like a milestone. Do they have like, you know, milestone um, Star Wars days? Like is it next year is... Well, it's like 45 years since they did it. I don't think 2021 is an anniversary of anything. It might be the anniversary of the release of um, it's 45 Attack years. of the Clones. If it's 45 years since the original Star Wars. Next year. 77 45. Yeah, oh, it's next it's 2022. Yeah. Um, it could wow. be 20 years since the release of Attack of the Clones. I think that was 2002, though. Real Star Wars fans aren't celebrating that stuff, though. Okay. Yes. Because obviously there's the original trilogy. Yep. Um, and the original Star Wars movie, episode four, which is the first one. A New Hope. Um, is considered one of the greatest movies of all time. Yes. Mainly, I think, not because of the acting, that's for sure. No. But because of the way it was made and all the technology that went into going yes. into making it. And it also made sci-fi a more legitimate genre. Yeah, so it, it went from 
it made it an actual good movie as opposed to earlier on, especially in the 50s and 60s, it was the kind of shitty space travel movies. Yeah, or it was, it was things like The Blob or one of our favourites, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah. Those kind of things. Sci-fi was very much a B-grade and below um, genre. Yes. And I think listeners can correct me if I'm wrong, but Star Wars was one of the first films that got the name Blockbuster. Um. Jaws, oh, Jaws. Jaws was the first. George, Jaws is um, cited as being the first summer blockbuster. That's the same year, I think, isn't it's it? Seventy-five. Okay. Jaws is seventy-five. Star Wars seventy-seven. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, then after seventy-seven, Star Wars would have been the summer, the summer blockbuster. The summer blockbuster of seventy-seven and it probably so, has been nine times since and then. Listener, for listeners that don't know. Tell us what Blockbuster comes from. Not Blockbuster Video, where you hire things. The term Blockbuster came before Blockbuster Video. So you're busting blocks. Oh, I thought you'd know this. Busting blocks. This is our trivia question because I know it and Brett doesn't. Busting blocks to get to the seats or the tickets. No, so the story goes... Is to run blocks. No, well... The story goes that the queues were jaw the queues to get in to see Jaws that summer were so big that they went around the block. Oh, they busted the block. Yeah. That doesn't really bust a block. Circumnavigates bust a block. It. No. That's unnecessary. Well, okay, so there's you can call your shop blockbuster video or you can call your shop block cir- circumnavigator video. We're not what busting the block. Well, it it goes around the block. It's conquered the block. Like right. Scott Cam. Scott Cam. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's so good. that's where the term blockbuster comes block. from. So uh, the queues were right. around the block for, for Jaws and then the queues were around the block for Star Wars. And it was it was the first sci-fi blockbuster um, and so it did really kind of invent the modern sci-fi action film genre. Yes. And then Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi came... After that, you know what I find it hard because you watch it if you go and watch Star Wars now. Yep, um, there is you look at it and you go, Oh, that looks good. Um, yeah, the technology looks really good, but parts of it have also been um, re mastered. So, so there's a bit of controversy, especially Return to Jedi. No, so there's Return there's, of the Jedi, apologies. So we can talk about the... Co- I won't go on about it because I might get something wrong the longer I talk about it. But the controversy is that in the 70s and the early 80s when the first trilogy, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi were filmed, digital special effects weren't really a thing. No. So everything was real. Stop motion animation or building models. Yes. Doing the flyovers that way. Um, then 20 years later uh, when... George Lucas made the prequel trilogy, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Digital effects were a thing. Okay. So George Lucas redid New Hope, Empire, and oh, Return of Jedi. digital special effects. With digital special effects. Okay. And because he'd made the prequel trilogy and cast 
Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. That's what made one of the bad things at the end of Return of the Jedi when you replace the guy that was the face of Return, was the face of Darth Vader. With Hayden Christensen. You know what my main problem with that... Okay, there's a, many problems. Yes. But it's also... So, at the end of Return to Jedi, they've killed a Death Star, whatever they've done, and they're all having an Ewok orgy in the planet, yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever planet they're on in that one. Um, that is the Forest Moon of Endor. Thank you. Um, they're all doing that. And then he... Luke going, yeah, I'm a great Jedi, I'm amazing. Yeah. Has the visions of these people that have guided him through... In the sky. Thing like Obi Wan Kenobi, they're called Force Ghosts. Yoda, and yep. then his father, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. Yes. So then, in the th- when they remaster it and they put in Hayden Christensen, yes, he popped up. Luke Skywalker would have no fucking idea what yes. Hayden Christensen is. Yeah, so he would that look and go, go. I assume that's the my picture, father. The picture in the sky was how Anakin like Skywalker. Anakin Sky or whatever Anakin Skywalker looked when Luke was born, not when Anakin Skywalker yes. slash Darth Vader died. And I think I think the thing is that that look of Anakin Skywalker was a Jedi, and so Luke is seeing him as right. a Jedi Force ghost, not because Vader was a Sith. Okay, so rather than seeing his father. As the evil side, he's right. seeing his father as the light. Yeah, but I get that. But also, but he, he's also just seen him with it. the only time Luke sees Anakin Skywalker yeah. is without the mask with Billy Joel playing the harmonica meme. Yeah, like he's got no face at the end of the got thing. no jaw. Like there's a whole lot. He got burnt anyway. in a volcano, so there's barely so, anything left of Anakin Skywalker. Because it's like I get that, but if he's visioning it. How is he visioning a vision that he doesn't know? Yeah, because of the Force. It's not good. Oh, you, so is that how that's how Star Wars solves everything? That's goes, how George uh, Lucas the Force. No, no, that's how George Lucas gets away with that bad decision. The other problem right. with remastering things in 1999 and making them digital. If you watch a film made in the late 90s, early 2000s remastered into Ultra HD that we're up to now. Yes. The digital visual effects do not stand up. No. Uh, And that's the case for the prequel trilogy of Star Wars. It's the case of the remaster um, of the original trilogy. And it's the case, really, it's very obvious in uh, Matrix 2 where Neo fights all the Agent Smiths at once. Oh, that is bad. If you look at it, it's basically a Keanu Reeves cartoon. Yeah, fighting a whole lot of um, Agent Smith cartoons. Um, so those things don't stand up in um, the now. Yes, as much as the real, yeah, stop motion or the real models have stood up. Uh, and I've seen at the Astor Theatre. We'll mention again the one that shows the old uh, movies in Melbourne. I've seen a film projection of the original Star Wars, original Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And it all visually stands up. Yep. Whereas if you showed a projection of the the digital version that was remade, the, the, the effects wouldn't stand up quite as well. So right. that's another flaw. Um, and then 
We've talked a lot about Star Wars. Well, isn't it? Was I think it was also a big thing with the um, merchandise and everything. Yep. Because obviously, being a huge blockbuster, then it had the characters and it was getting all the merchandise mm. and everything. And that's where George Lucas has made a ton of his money. Yeah. So George Lucas, no, not many, no studio wanted to touch it. Um, but Steven Spielberg convinced someone to take it on. Um, and George Lucas said uh, the deal that George, they didn't want to give him any money because they didn't think it would make any money because they're like right. sci-fi's, sci-fi movies aren't blockbusters. Which is also what kind of happened on a completely different note, but also a great movie maker who nobody wanted to make a movie and then made shitloads of money. Yep. A lot of... Um, studios and stuff turned down Snow White well, and they were like, we're not making this movie. Who wants to watch a feature movie that's all animated? That's stupid. Yeah. Next minute, Disney. Next right. minute, Disney owns the entire world of entertainment yeah. right now. Yeah. So, George Lucas... With Star Wars. Yeah. There you go. George Lucas sold for $4 billion to Disney, Lucasfilm. Um, but before that, at the very start, uh, the studio didn't want to give him any money. And he said, okay, I won't take any money, but you give me all the money of the merchandise. And they're like, yes. well, no one's going to go and see the yeah. movie. So no one's going to buy a bloody Luke Skywalker figurine. Yeah. What do you think? People are going to be dressing up as this princess yeah. chick for 50 years? Yeah. I don't think so. What do you think next minute someone's husband's paying $1,000 for a Stormtrooper outfit? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. Um, I don't... No, it's fine. He can. Oh, wow. It's totally cool. Um no, well, yeah, and they said no one's going to watch the movie, so no one's going to buy the figurines. Yes. Next minute, a Lego Millennium Falcon costs $1,500 to yeah, buy. Yeah, Um. So, uh, and the universe has expanded and expanded, and we have the new trilogy of the yes. Skywalker saga, so which started, has just ended. I watched a bit of that last year, COVID 2020. Nothing else to do but drink um, and watch movies. Drink and watch movies. Messes, as we've mentioned. Hence why we're here. Yep. Um. I did watch some of the new ones. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. A lot of sci-fi, just action blockbuster things isn't really my cup of tea. Yeah, which is why you haven't watched a lot of the Marvel movies either. Yeah. So, because I find them all the same, really. Yeah. You know what? It's like, yay, why did I pay $22 to go watch that in the cinema? Yeah, anyway. To watch a different Chris save the world. Yeah. So, I watched some of the new ones. I had to um, get advice from your husband about what... Because I wanted to watch them all again. Yes. I didn't just want to go episode seven. Yep. Watch yep. going like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? So I watched them all kind of chronologically order. Yes. And that does make it more enjoyable. That's my other problem with Star Wars and the trilogies is that you can't really enjoy it as much if you just go and watch one of the movies. You do yep. have to watch them yes. before to get... Other bits of the story, which is it is a trilogy, so yeah, and but at the same time, a lot of um trilogies and sequels and stuff try to not do that, like Indiana Jones, you can watch one on its own, um, like Thor Ragnarok, you can just watch that without yes. having to go. Who's the Hulk? Who's Iron Man? What's this doing here? The Marvel movies have done it very well in that you can watch them independently, but if you watch them as a whole, there's a lot more to them. 
So there are things in yes. Thor Ragnarok that refer to the other Iron Man movie and refer to the Captain America movie and the whole saga. Um, but then there are trilogies like Star Wars and like The Matrix that we already mentioned. If you watch Matrix Revolutions, good luck. Yeah. If, you've watched, just, if you just because... watch Matrix Revolutions and haven't watched Reloaded <laughs> and The Matrix, then good luck because I have watched The Matrix and The Matrix Reloaded a number of times and I still struggle to understand the end of Revolutions. And it's also from my one watching of it, yep. not that great anyway. Even as, a, as part of a trilogy or a standalone movie, it's... It's very... It's um, the worst of the three, obviously. It is because it's very... We need to explain everything of, that we've built up in the last two movies. So it becomes a lot of exposition, which they just shove onto one old man for the last 20 minutes of the movie talking to Keanu Reeves. Yes. Um, and the Wachowskis do great stuff. They do, obviously. the matri- Obviously, The Matrix is huge and another one of those... Sci-fi movies that did change how movies are made. Yes, and people did bust the block for it. Yes, it made a crap load of money. We, when we went to see The Matrix, we didn't bust the block, but we were in Adelaide, and not a lot is going on in yeah, Adelaide. Yeah, for for Adelaide, it was it was like, huge. It was huge. The cinema in Adelaide carried it for a long time. Um, but the Wachowskis also did Sense Eight. Have you watched Sense Eight? No, it's very good on the Netflix. Um, that was the Wachowskis as well. So I think we've probably talked enough about Star Wars. Because the, do you have a favourite one? Because um, isn't it like Empire is considered the best one? Empire is by a lot of people, including my husband, considered the best one. Yeah. It's his favourite movie of all time. Yes, okay. Empire Strikes Back. Um, if he did a top five, would it just be, it'd be Star Wars five, four, six, Empire Strike, one, three, two. Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, and then a couple of others. Um, I don't know if I have a favourite one. I do like the thing as a whole, and I do like the two new ones. I think Rogue One and Solo are quite fun. I did movies. enjoy them as the kind of in between. Prequels almost and separate stories. Yeah, you could watch Rogue One and Solo as separate movies and go, This is just a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And what Star Wars does very well is it is a mix of it is a very good mix of action and drama, but there's always a little bit of comedy in there. Sometimes there's a little bit forced when you have a Jar Jar Binks in there. Yeah, um, yeah, but they do that well. Yeah, and I think I think that's a Disney story team thing because Marvel yes. do that really well yep. as well. Um, the MCU that's part of Disney, not so much the Sony part of Marvel that's X-Men. Um, right. I'll explain that to you later. I, just, I was like that meme. We're going to explain memes visually again of the woman with the, and she's got that look yeah, on her face. She's got and the like the formula symbols going on. But uh, so Marvel is owned by two companies. Sony Disney and Sony. Yeah, Disney owns the Avengers and those kind of people, but Sony owns the X-Men, oh. um, the Fantastic Four, wow, and look. Spider-Man. They got the, got the well, rough end of the no, they thought they short end of the They dick? thought they got the good one because like X-Men comic yeah. Yeah, comic-wise, X-Men is the bigger property 
and Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy were kind of less big. The Avengers were always, comic-wise, I think, second to the Justice League from DC. Yes. But then X-Men were very big. But then Sony didn't quite do as well with the stories as Disney has done, Disney has done with, the with the Avengers. And then of, uh, and then there's the there's the extension of both Marvel and Star Wars as well into Disney and that making TV shows. Like yeah. The Mandalorian. Yeah. So now that they have Disney Plus, they need to fill it with content. Yes. So they've made The Mandalorian. Um, and then further to the Marvel thing, they've made WandaVision and now um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And there's another Mandalorian series coming. Uh, there's a few other Star Wars series coming as well. So it was a movie that. Is there a. There's a Bubba. F- I want to say there's a Boba Fett origin y kind of thing coming. Yes. That might be I'm not completely sure made a, up in my mind if I that's think, what I would I do. I think that's coming, but I'm not sure if that's a movie or a TV. Right. But Star Wars is a movie that almost didn't get made and is now uh, a empire. universe, an empire. Oh, good one. Yeah. That's worth multi-billions yeah. of dollars. Is, if, it, if is a trillion a thing, it would be Star Wars. Well, before George Lucas sold Lucasfilm... To Disney for four billion dollars before any of the new movies. Yes, so it was worth four billion dollars fifteen years ago, ten, fifteen years ago, whenever he sold it. So now it's worth a lot more. And um, it also has the distinction of the earlier. Well, the, I was going to say the earlier ones. It's so confusing to talk about them because when I said you earlier refer ones, them by name. When I said earlier ones, I meant episodes one, two, and three. Okay. Also have Samuel L. Jackson in it, and he does not say motherfucker. Yeah. So, like, that's pretty unique in itself. That is. But then then he was also in Disney crossover Marvel and didn't say motherfucker. Oh. He plays Nick Fury. Yeah. Well, I I don't think it's a Disney thing. I think it's a fact that he's not uh, being directed by Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Okay. So, doesn't say it a lot. (laughs) Or whoever directed Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, but by then he'd done Pulp Fiction and whatever else. So by the time Snakes on a Plane came, Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson was the guy known for saying that. Yeah. Um, all right. On that note, mm-hmm. may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Find Two Drink Cinema on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by searching at Two Drink Cinema. This episode has been produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, head to www.oddsocksentertainment.com.au.